T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now. Back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Ah, uh, yes. Hooray for Hollywood. We so enjoy our weekly visits, our almost weekly visits. If there's Cardinal Baseball, we don't get to enjoy our weekly visits with our own Sean Michael Lyle, a man who has seen it all, a man who's done it all. He's been everywhere. He's met everyone. It's an incredible life. That he has led, coming out of the out of the wealthy streets of Hollywood, California, out of the Hollywood Hills, where he studied broadcast. And today, as we inaugurate the opening of the NFL season, have you met many NFL greats? Yeah, well, I've met quite a few NFL uh, football players, yeah. uh, and I was trying to think of some of the ones that I've met. Um, being somebody who covered the San Francisco 49ers when I was in San Jose, yeah. because they, they've um, not always, but for the longest time, they were a Santa Clara-based team where they play now. Right. Uh, and back then, I, I was there when they actually um, got the process rolling to build the new stadium in Santa Clara. But they were a Santa Clara-based team already. I mean, that's where their offices and training right. and everything was. So I, I got to cover them on every day except Sunday. <laughs> so, yeah. so, uh, so I got to cover some of the 49ers and, uh, and Joe Montana. Oh, Joe Montana, God, the greatest. The, yeah. The, well, he's – well, Tom Brady's the greatest. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. agree. But uh, Joe Montana is a better person. Did I say that? You did uh, say that. So anyway, Good guy Sean Michael. Montana. He's more fun. Yeah. Uh, he, he's he's a, a very nice man. Uh, and uh, he, he had his... name alumni. <laughs> his, yeah, he had his wife there with him. Oh, so. there she was. Of course, Tom Brady is actually from um, the peninsula. He's from San Mateo, which right. is right by Santa Clara. So, um, yeah, uh, they're very nice. I don't remember what we talked about. There was some event going on. You didn't have iced tea with him on the, on no, the beach? No, no, we didn't. We just, it was a, a media thing, so I met with other media Jerry people. Rice? You ever Jerry Rice also was the same perhaps thing. Perhaps the greatest receiver in the, the history greatest. of football. Yeah, there was uh, something going on in Silicon Valley. It was an outdoor event, and they brought him out for that. That's where, like, Andy Lee, who's still punting, uh, he lost to the Chiefs on, on Sunday. Yes, he did. Uh, but he's, like, 40 years old. He's still punting. He and his wife have a foundation uh, that uh, when he was with the 49ers as well. So a lot of 49ers and some Raiders. Uh, Sterling Sharp, uh, oh. who was a, a great football player for, yeah, for the, um, the Green Bay Packers. Totally. When he started, uh, after he was done playing football, he 
uh, got into uh, sports broadcasting, and I actually helped him out a little bit on that. How about that? Shawn yeah. Michael teaching the great Sterling Sharp. So, so when I ran into him every now and again, I'd give him tips because he'd do what's called a stand-up for television, and I said, well, here's some things that you could do to... Uh, like, make, what, what kind of advice would you give? Oh, I don't even remember. Yeah. He was such a rookie. Yeah. I mean, well, what about rookie. Hancock and Kelly? Why don't you give yeah, us give us advice? a couple yeah. points. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen you do anything... Um, Close uh, wrong yet? So really? Oh, thank you. Well, well perfection I'm is usually hard to critique. He's, he's, yeah. he's working out. He's yeah. not listening to the show. Yeah. Perfection's yeah. hard to critique. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think if I remember right, uh, telling Sterling Sharp uh, the the difference between things that are serious and not serious, yes. and making sure that you you separate them. Because when something good happens, you're talking about something good. Smile and perk up. And when you're talking about an injury, you know, kind of, uh, that's yeah. bad. So I, I remember kind of helping him deliver various expressions. Like I say, he was absolutely brand new at it. And this was uh, in uh, California where he, he began doing that. Now I think he's on NFL.org. If I, yeah, he is. Did yeah. you grow up, you grew up a 49ers fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. 49ers, uh, Raiders was the other team as well. Right. Yeah, so, um, uh, but one of my favorite, and R- Randy Cross, I met uh, oh, Randy yeah. Cross a few uh-huh. times as well. He's also another broadcaster. I never gave him any tips. He didn't need it. He's really good. He is very good. Uh, but one of my favorite encounters uh, f- uh, for football was, uh, remember the um, the Pittsburgh Steelers when they were winning those Super Bowls? There was a guy named Roy Jurella who was their oh, kicker. Oh, Roy Jurella, the kicker, yeah. Yeah, and, and he had put his hand on, the, uh, on Terry Bradshaw's back uh, or whoever was holding for him, right. put his hand on his, and looked down and never look up at the uprights. And he put his hand on his back so that he, he would know where he's going to kick from. So anyway, he'd, he'd kick from there. And, and so Roy Jurella, he went to New Mexico State University. And when I was down at uh, in Las Cruces at a golf tournament, yeah, uh, I I talked to Roy Jurella and uh, I did an interview with him, actually. And he was doing the coolest little thing. And yeah. that is, uh, it was a charity golf tournament. And and so he was on one particular hole, and if you gave him, I think it was 20, 20, 50 bucks. I don't know what it was. It had to be 20 because it was New Mexico. Yeah. Nobody had $20 bills in New Mexico. But if you gave him 20 bucks for the charity, what he would do is from the, uh, from the golf tee, yeah. he would punt the football. I mean, he was a, a place right. kicker, but, yeah. but it's easier to kick. But anyway, he'd punt the football down the uh, fairway, and wherever it landed, you got to tee off from there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Roy Jarella punting so he, the football. He was Come punting on. it like, you know, well, because any place kicker, they can punt it as sure, well. Sure, of course. But, you know, he was doing, I don't know, about 40, 50 yards. Nice guy? Yeah, yeah he was really nice. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he took the time to talk to everybody. He's got these... Big eyes, big you know, round face, and he's, he's just a, he's Canadian. Of course, he's nice. It's interesting to me that uh, a third of the points scored in the NFL are scored by punters and kickers, or kickers, kickers. Or kicker, yeah. yeah, kickers. by kickers. Yeah, think yeah. about that because we really don't have we don't know the kickers' names. They're not household names, but well, of course we do. You, you, I bet we could. I bet between the three of us, we could name every quarterback in the NFL, a starting quarterback. But right. I don't think we could name even half. Of the kickers in the oh, NFL. Well, when you think of like an Adam Vinatieri, right. you know, guy okay, like that. Okay, there's one. He's, but here's, he's retired. But here's the only thing I would say about that. What sport are we talking about? Football. Football. What ball? Football. Football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the most points are scored by... The kickers. By what Place part kickers. of the body? Yeah. Uh, the ball hand. The no. foot. Yeah. No, not really. The scoring leader only a third is, of the, the points. Scoring the scoring leader is almost always, always a kicker. Is the guy who scores with yeah. his foot right. in yep. football. That's huh. right. Yeah. See, 
it's okay to call it football. Yeah. Yeah. Sean well, Michael's right about that. Okay. You know, three points for a field goal, Michael. It's. Uh, I understand the scoring of football yeah, here. We don't yeah. have to explain it to me. Yeah, I mean, but what I'm saying is that it only makes sense that the guy with the foot is the guy who scores the most points. I don't know. Doesn't seem to get much attention during the season or the off season. Nobody, well, dra- you, hey, who'd you draft as your kicker? Well, I Nobody ta- cares. You know, <laughs> you know? I, I talked to, boy, who was it? I can't remember. It was a guy who was, uh, anyway, they, they were playing in London. And he he was uh, he was uh, a, a, a I wish I could remember the player, but he was playing in London, and he said the most amazing thing that this was early in the days when they first played NFL over in London. Right. He says that people they were playing a good game and they scored a touchdown. They yeah. ran for a touchdown. And everyone went like that. He says, but when they punted, because yeah. he was a, it was a kick receiver. He says when they punted, everyone went oh. Yeah. Everyone thought everyone thought that the punt was the coolest thing. Yeah. Not when the guy caught it and ran it back, right. but the punt itself. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, you're sending that sucker 50, 60 yards down the field like that. That's yeah. impressive stuff. Yeah, but it's meters over there, right? They don't talk yards over. Well, if they're playing uh, American football, they're talking oh, okay. yards. Right. I mean, you don't have well, meters. Don't they didn't know what those numbers were on the field. They, probably they, did. they, they just looked at them. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like how I feel. I, I find myself late at night sometimes, maybe after a, a long evening out, I'll watch cricket on TV. And try to figure out the rules while I'm, you know, sitting there. Yeah, I can't do it. Well, and you, 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 you give you a paddle, right? You know what? What skills involved in that? You know, try hit a round ball with a round bat. Now, now you're doing something, right? It is a round ball. Yeah, but they but got a paddle. They got a paddle, but it bounces off the ground. Yeah. And how could an American baseball uh, pitcher not be like a great kick cricket thrower? They wouldn't have to do all that funny bowler. run. Yeah, the bowler. You know, the bowler. They wouldn't have to do the funny run. They could so, like throw the ball and curve it in there and you're, stuff. You're a, you're a cricket aficionado. No, I, uh, oh. but I was. Going, but it is called bowler. But I was going. Yeah. What I was going to say though is that you can't get an American pitcher to to last five innings. I mean, the cricket lasts like three days. It yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, they it are. Does. I, I've gone out and I've watched cricket a few times, and and uh, you know when clubs are playing, and I just. I couldn't figure it out. And when they tell me what the final score was, I say, oh, that's great. Who won? <laughs> yeah, yes. Who won? <laughs> the guys in white. Okay, I look at the right, score, and I can't yeah. tell who won. It's like, okay, I see a bunch of numbers, and I don't know which is the winning numbers. <laughs> that's how I was in math class. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not good. Anyway, the, uh-uh. in, in our business, you meet a lot of a lot of athletes, a lot mostly former athletes. Well, I've never met the people you've met. That's all well, I can tell you. Well, just today we had Kevin Colleen talking with, uh, um, with Ozzie Smith. How about that? Yeah, see? Can't oh get better God. than that. I wonder how Ozzy was doing after that combo. <laughs> <laughs> he was standing up for the fans because Kevin thought that the baseball game had turned into too much of a, a, a circus. Our man really? in Hollywood, yeah, Sean Michael Lyle, has kind enough to grace us with his presence yet again when we come back. It's time for What's Trending. That's next on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly. Sponsored by Insperity. HR that makes a difference. On News Radio 1120, KMOX. He is the king of pain. He joins us every week at this time. We go now to the celebrity guest line where we're joined by Braxton Payne, top of the evening. Braxton? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you both? Fine. Do you find yourself in front of the television uh, watching the football game or just listening to the radio here on KMOX of the dulcet tones of Hancock and Kelly? I, I am watching television, but I am not watching the football game. Oh. Well, there you go. Well, what else is yeah. on on a Monday night? Well, you know, there's there's shows. It's actually one of the trending topics. So uh, we've got two options tonight. Uh, it's pay to play. Okay. And does anyone watch me anymore? Ooh. Let's go uh, pay to play. Pay to play. Pay to play. So I don't know if you all know this, but, you know, the beautiful college football is now back on our televisions every Saturday. Yep. And uh, I enjoy watching them. I know Michael does. John, I'm not sure about you. I'm sure you watch it in passing. You know, um, Yes, and it's, it's just really good to be back. But one of the things that I find that's really interesting, I don't know if you know this, but colleges pay other colleges to come play at their universities. Yeah, right. the yep. good schools pay some of the lesser schools so that they can just beat the snot out of them. Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, they come, they have them come play at their university. It's great for the smaller schools to get money into their program. You know, a lot of times it helps them, you know, pay for uh, not number one travel, but also to upgrade their facilities in the long run. Um, this has been a longstanding tradition, you know, and, you know, throughout college football. For example, you know, when SEMO plays at Mizzou, for example, you know, SEMO gets a big check from Mizzou for them to come play. But I thought what was interesting what happened this weekend is that three games um, that this situation happened, and I'll go through them. Um, So the first one, though, was uh, Nebraska uh, paid Georgia Southern $1.423 million Million to come play. A million dollars to come play at Nebraska. And they lost. Nebraska lost to Georgia Southern, <laughs> which I funny. don't think. Wow. Which, which I don't think anybody knew who Georgia Southern was um, before this. I do know one fun fact about Georgia Southern, which neither of you will know who he is, but Cole Swindell, he's a country music artist. I know who he is. Georgia Southern. So he went to Georgia Southern. Um, but so that was one situation this Yeehaw. last Saturday. All right, they got a million dollars to go to Nebraska. And beat them. I don't know if I'd go to Nebraska for a million dollars. but that's Oh, I'll them. go. Come on. Well, Who's got a million bucks? I'll note, go. Side note with Nebraska, as, as you may know, their uh, their coach got fired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Former USC coach. And he got a $15 million payout oh. um, to get fired. Can you imagine and getting $15 million bucks to leave? I'd love to get fired for $15 million. Totally. I mean, I mean you can retire. I mean, yeah. and, and the thing is, is they wanted them back, gone so bad that if Nebraska would have waited until October 1st, they would only have have to have pay him $7.5 million. Wow. Half of that. Did you guys hear and about Ed Ogeron? So bad. Did, did no. you hear the Ed Ogeron interview, Coach O from LSU? Uh-uh. He's telling the story about getting fired. He, he went into the <laughs> office of the Ed Ogeron. They told it like this. Yeah. 
And they they said, uh, Coach, things aren't working out, and um, we're going to need to part company. And here's the package. And he said, I looked at that package, and I said, what door do you want me to go out and how fast? <laughs> you imagine uh, you get fifteen million dollars to leave Nebraska. Yeah, yeah heck, I, I mean, take that. you can afford coached, to not live in Nebraska anymore. He coached two games for Nebraska. That was it. <laughs> That's crazy. Two whole games and got canned. Um, yes. Yeah. So the next one, which was uh, they paid Texas A and M. Uh, you know, the famous Texas A&M, the 12th man, everyone. Yeah, yeah, the best, yeah, yeah. The one of the best, blah, 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 blah. Paid $1.5 million to Appalachia State to come in and beat them on their home turf. Another million bucks to that get your, your, your uh, now. I, I don't know that I want to hear what the third one. Is. I think I know what the and third my, one. Is. I, no, and and no, my no, personal no, no, favorite no, no, of the weekend no. um, is that the uh, you know my opinion, one of the worst uh, you know colleges in in uh, the United States, Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, uh, paid paid Marshall. Which where's Marshall? I uh, had Texas, to Google it? it. They're in Huntington. They're in Huntington, West Virginia. No, oh. paid one. Point two five million dollars to lose, uh, and you know what? What do they call it? Something Jesus football? Touchdown Jesus! But think about that. How Christian of the Catholics to to shell out one point two million dollars to Marshall, a team that's had a pretty sad legacy. You know, they lost a whole team at one time. Uh, They yeah, and they're getting paid all this money by the Catholics. That's that's a very Christian thought process. Marshall Football Club is a pretty good football club. I mean, you know. You guys had to bring up the Notre Dame piece, well, right? The they, Notre Dame season's beat. over already, guys, and we're only two games into the season. We were in the top five, we're and it's over with. Over. It doesn't matter what they do the rest of the year. Doesn't. It's pathetic. It's, I mean, they're kind of inflated, just like, you know, it, it, if they have, you know, a big name, you know, Alabama or Texas or even Georgia to a certain extent, you know, they're already, you know, even if they're going to be okay, you know, everyone votes them in the top five, top 25. Um, I think it's interesting this year, for example, like Pitt is, you know, within the top 25 and they're not known to have a good college program, um, even though they're a, a pretty decent school over the past four or five years, Penn State's up there. And I don't think they're going to be that great again this year. Well, there you but have it. The, but then you got Georgia and Alabama who are playing their players. Nobody's graduating. Nobody can well, everybody's read. Everybody's paying their players now. Yeah. not Well, Notre Dame's not. I mean, oh, Michael. No, come on. You guys are terrible to <laughs> accuse us of. It's the Catholic Church, of course they're paying them. I mean, come on, they're not known to be upstanding. <laughs> we only pay on the consequence of a lawsuit. Uh-huh. Come on, guys. Okay. <laughs> so now you had, you had another, you had another topic there. Yeah, the second one was: Does anyone watch me anymore? So when we first started this uh, lovely "What's Trending" interview, you asked me if I was watching a football game. No, I'm watching what no really other American is watching. The Emmys are actually tonight on You're a Monday. You're watching the Emmy Awards. That's for television. Yes. Did yes. Su- is so, Succession I mean, winning all the awards? So Succession won Best Actor. Uh, it, it was the husband, I don't remember his name, of, of the female in the show, the redhead. Yeah. Um, he won. Uh, but actually, who's cleaning up tonight is a show called White Lotus. Yeah, on H on HBO, it was a uh, mini series, uh-huh. great show. Ted Lasso, and my uh, personal favorite—I I watch both of those. Those are both great shows. Is a comedy on ABC called Abbott Elementary, um, and I think John, you would really like this show. I know you're a big fan of Modern Family. Yes. 
Um, and this show is similar to Parks and Rec in The Office. It's yeah. a mockumentary of an elementary school in the inner city in Philadelphia. And they are winning a lot of uh, awards. They, they are, their second season will start here in a couple of weeks. But what's the name of the show John, again? It's called Abbott. And what's it on? Where can you watch it? It's, it's on ABC, uh, or if you stream, it's on Hulu. Hulu. Um, yeah. But I would definitely, John, I think – I think you and uh, Georgianne would really enjoy this show. It's funny, it's quirky, it's light. Braxton, he's never watched an episode of Shit's Creek. Well, I yeah, well, does he even have Netflix? <laughs> Do you have Netflix? Yeah, I got Netflix. But I, I mean, the, for somebody who likes Modern Family, Hulu, you would love Shit's Creek. I got the haiku. I got all that stuff. You would, you would love so, Shit's Creek. All right. So John's one of those people. Like you know, we we buy a lot of political advertising in our business, and. You know, there's a certain demographic that just watch reruns and, yeah. you know, are there very likely voters? And John is one of those people that we would like to target on the reruns of that. Yeah. You know, there's people that, re, you know, rewatch every episode of yeah. Warner SVU. I'm guilty of one of those. But, uh-huh. yeah, he would be he would be the definition of that. I, he, he catches it on PBS on weekends. Yeah, I was going to say, John's sure. more of a Matlock kind of guy. I can see you being in the Matlock and... Barnaby Jones. Barnaby Jones. Uh, if you, you know, you can't find a good uh, Barnaby Jones collection out there. Oh, who's, who's the lawyer that, that lived in the trailer? Uh, uh, one name. Uh, a lawyer in a trailer. Yeah, it was a lawyer. Takes place in California. He lives in a trailer. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, you, you, Barney and you talk about it all the time. Oh. Well, well that explains exactly. it. Exactly. That's why I wouldn't know. <laughs> he is Braxton Payne. He always is kind enough to join us at this same time every week. Thanks, Brax. Brax. Have you a good weekend. Okay, Bell. All right. Talk to you all soon. All right. That was what's trending. The, the Emmy Awards were on. Who knew? I bet nobody's nobody's watching that. Well, everybody's watching Monday Night Football or listening to KMOX. Big changes at the Post-Dispatch coming. We'll break it down for you after this on KMOX. They're getting a king? We're on the one, two. Two for two. It's Hancock and Kelly on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, I was a little off. He wasn't a lawyer. He was a private investigator. The Rockford Files. The Rockford Files. James Garner. But it was close, right? You have to know the law to be a private investigator. Stuart Margulies is his buddy. uh, uh, Do you remember what he get paid? $200 a day plus expenses. And what kind of stuff would he solve? All kinds of things. Murders? Yeah, he might have murder. Robbery. Kidnapping. Disappearing. Yeah, kidnapping. Um, it, It was a great show with a great theme song. That theme song. Is a winner. Really? Yeah. That digital sound? Yeah. It's I really thought nice. you'd do it for me. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Now you got a little electric guitar riff going on there. Yeah. Yeah. So was this a must-see TV for uh, oh, yeah. John Hancock? Yeah. No, I, I love How it. old would you have been when uh, Rockford was on? 11, 12, 10, 11, 12, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. The whole family sit around and watch those programs? Some. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my father, uh, his, his appointment television was T.J. Hooker. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't blame him. Yeah, right. I was in the Heather Locklear myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a right-thinking kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then, of course, T.J. Hooker had, uh, what's his name, uh, the, uh, Commander Kirk or uh, Captain that Kirk. Was, he was T.J. Hooker. Yeah, he was. Right, William Shatner. Yeah. Who was in his 90s now mm-hmm. uh, and and just flew in the rocket ship not too long ago. Yeah. What about, um, did you used to watch uh, MASH? I did. The yep. whole family yep. would watch whole family MASH? Watch MASH. Dallas? No. 
No, never got into that. See, those shows, I remember those when I was younger. The, those MASH. I bet your sisters were all over Dallas. Dallas. Uh, you know, there's a couple of those types of programs that, that everybody would sit around and watch every week. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. don't have that anymore. No, that's really true. Well, you, you, nobody wants to sit through the commercials. So. Well, no, but unless you come to your house for dinner, then you have to sit through Modern Family. We do sometimes. Watch so I go, I go out to his house for dinner one night. He finally took me to dinner. Uh, and had his wife cook, and it was delicious, by it the way. Delicious. And so we're sitting there, and he says, Kelly, I'm going to show you what I like to watch. And he goes to his DVR, you know, that's his, like, digital recording device. He's got, like, 50 <laughs> recorded shows of Modern Family. Well, you never, never and, know. And so we'll be watching it. Know. He'll be like, oh, this this one's great. This one's great. <laughs> I'll wait for this line. This is going to be funny. This is going to be funny. Good uh, for you. It's a great show. It was a great, great. Uh, did you watch it? Uh, were you a Modern Family guy? No, I never got into it. Never did. Never yeah, really gave it a chance, though. You watched well, Schitt's Creek? No. Really? I'm behind. But you said you had watched, like, Magnum P.I.? I like Magnum. I like, How old uh, are you, Matt? Pajeski? I'm 23. You were an old soul to be yeah. sitting around watching Magnum P.I. Well, it's that's cool. when television was something. Hill know? Street Blues. Yep. Yep. That, that was a good program. It was a good program. L.A. Law? Yeah, I never got into it. Really? No. Never oh, never. I watched L.A. Law. I watched the law. Lots of things are changing, uh, and now the funny page pages are changing. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, the Post Dispatch is cutting back on the uh, number of comics. How strips. much more can they cut back? Well, they're the going to they're going to half the puzzles starting tomorrow, uh-huh. and they're uh, going to increase the games and puzzles, what which I think is a good move because you're a game player. Yeah, you you play. Uh, Sudoku. Sudoku. And I, I'll do the crossword puzzle. I mean, I, I used to do the crossword puzzles, but I like the Sudoku. But I only do them on Friday and Saturday. Well, well now that they're going to expand it, do you think they're going to make it more uh, challenging Challenging we'll for see. you? We'll see. The way it works, the same with the crossword puzzles, they get increasingly more difficult as the week goes on. So Mondays are pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday's the hardest? Saturday's the hardest, yeah. And, and it, Sunday's kind of a relaxing one. Sunday's right? the one that uh, it's uh, multi-cubes. So it's you got multiple Sudokus that you have to work all together. It's, uh, uh, but they're not particularly difficult. Yeah. But the, uh, the Saturday can be uh, can be a head scratch. But it's it's all mathematical. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's, it can only be certain numbers. So it, it's, it has it to be, be exactly, hard. well... I'll I'll have I'll hand you one. See, I don't want to do it. I I got a life <laughs> sitting with a newspaper. What are you? I mean, what am I, is this? Nineteen seventy? <laughs> you gonna get me a pipe and some slippers too? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's it's good for the brain. Yeah, I mean, you you see how my brain works. Uh huh. And it, it that is because I do these puzzles. Well, maybe you ought to be doing directional puzzles, like you know, like. Uh, <laughs> What direction are you facing right now? And have to figure that out. Yeah, I have no idea. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can do mindless number games. But not mindless. But you can't make your way out of a building without help. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a little directionally challenged. That is true. But um, these puzzles, I'm telling you, Michael, it would sharpen your brain. Mm-hmm. I think you would find yourself amazed at what you could retain in the brain. Yeah. Do you ever have a paper route? No. No? I always wanted one. We were always used to talk about buying one. My my dad did, and they said, you know, you'd have to get up at three in the morning. And I said, well, well yeah, that I don't talk. think I'm for that. I know a bunch of my buddies who threw papers when they were younger, and they said it was hard, man. They get up at five o'clock in the morning before the sun comes up, and in those days, the pay they dropped the papers, and then you had to wrap them yourself. Yeah, if it was raining, you had to throw them in the plastic. Right. Otherwise, you could use like a machine and get the uh, the rope tied around it, and then you. 
had to go deliver them. And he said the worst part of it was is that once a month you had to go collect the money. And, you know, some people wouldn't answer the door for, you know, yeah, here's right. a 10-year-old kid delivering your paper for a month, and now you're not going to answer the door? <laughs> kind of a jerk are you? Well, they're out there. They're yeah. out there. Uh, I still get the paper delivered on my, do on my you? driveway. Yeah. I, I do it digitally. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where the games are on the digital stuff. They're in the everyday section. Oh, uh, yeah, on the digital. On the digital stuff, because yeah. I read the paper online now. I, I quit doing the paper thing. Oh, I love paper. I love that newspaper. Well, the paper wasn't showing up. Does your paper show up every day? Just about, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, you must pay the bill. I do. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Because, it's gotten expensive, though. Yeah, but like I paid the bill for a long time. A it wouldn't come. Then when you live in a building, everybody's stealing your paper. Yeah, that's no good. Now, I, I do like to purchase the Sunday New York Times. Yeah. Mainly because... There's a magazine inside of it on Sundays that's called the New York right. Times Magazine. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent magazine. It's yeah. worth the $5 they charge you for the paper. Paper's $5 now. Well, I think it may be more than that for on a Sunday now. It may be up to 7 9 bucks. Huh. But the New York Times, man, it's it's got that, the Sunday you can't read it all. So what I've decided is I, I, I pick and choose what I'm going to read from the news stories on a Sunday New York Times. And I get that magazine. And then I hold that magazine and I read on that all week. Oh, yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Remember when Parade Magazine used to come in the paper? Yes, I do on Sundays. Yeah. Did you uh, did you uh, play the games inside Parade? I'd check it out. They weren't very challenging. Yeah. You know, I, it's, you got to be at a pretty high I mean, I don't like to talk, uh-huh. uh, but you've got to be at a pretty high level uh, of, of game to, to get my attention. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you never got into chess. I played chess. Yeah, but you never got into it. I mean, the no. way you get obsessed with things like <laughs> Sudoku and uh, and snooker. Yeah. Maybe it's only S-words you get obsessed no, with. No, <clears throat> when I was younger, I, I played a lot of chess. Did you? Yeah. It's good. For, it's good. also good for the brain. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the chess tournament's going on right here in St. Louis right now. The Sinkfield Cup. Yeah. And they had a uh, controversy uh, earlier in the week. I don't know if you heard here? about it. Yeah. No. Magnus Carlsen, the number one world champion yeah. tennis or uh, chess player in the world, right? Uh, believed his opponent was cheating. How? Having um, buzzing devices in his uh, anal cavity. What? Yeah. Are you kidding that me? That was the allegation, and uh, of course, the other fellow denied having done so. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, Magnus Carlsen. Was defeated by the guy with the You're buzzing. not making this up. No, I'm not making was it up. Was this in the newspaper? Yeah, it was in the news. It was in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, he, well, how come you didn't send me this article? I would have been riveted to this. Buzzing balls on his butt. And uh, and that's apparently how they were communicating the, the next move. And do you believe it? I don't. And what did they do to find out well, whether or not he was I doing it? I, don't, I mean, I don't know what, you know. I, I, and who comes up with that idea? Who says to Magnus, you know what? I think this guy's got something in his, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That last half of your name there, yeah. Magnus. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think he's got something there, yeah. and, and it's buzzing. Yeah. But what would the buzzes mean? Like, you know, two buzzes means make the horse move? I don't know. Means... I, that's, that's what I couldn't figure out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you, you've got to, you know, there's a lot of 16 pieces on that board you've you got to control. Yeah, that's a lot of buzzing going so on. So you got to, and now every spot's got a letter and a number associated with it on the board. So you could do it that way. You could take, uh, say, your bishops back there, and it uh, would be, what, C3? One or uh, uh, did, yeah, did uh, I don't understand? So, like, did they have a nearly have a fist fight or a square? Well, I didn't, off with I, each I other? didn't bring it up because I didn't really delve deeply into it. Well, this um, is a story that I would read word for word. I mean, come on, this is pretty crazy, 
right? The world's greatest chess PJ, player. Yeah. I, I can help you a bit because the DGS was talking about this a few days ago. Yeah. So this guy was a notorious cheater on online chess. So uh. He's got a history of cheating, so that's why they suspected something might be up. Mm. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I don't know what made them deduct. Come to that theory that he was putting things. I want listen, this is a 60-minute special. Yeah, we need we need a full complete rundown of exactly what happened. The buzzing balls in the butt apparently is not uh, is frowned upon in the chess world. I can only imagine. And uh, so yeah, yeah. You know what uh, Magnus said to the guy? What? Stuff it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was not happy. He's Michael Kelly, and I'm John Hancock. We got nothing going on in the butt. We'll see you after this on KOX. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Hancock and Kelly taking it all the way up to 10 o'clock where you'll get the news. Uh, Probably the latest on the Queen. You'll really like to hear about that. Guess what? She's laying in the same place she was earlier. She'll be there for three more days, and then they'll move her to London, where they'll lay her for a while longer there. It's the queen's body. And then they'll get a bunch of horses to walk around her, and then they'll have a funeral. Ten days of this we're going to have yeah. watching this. It's, a, it's a nation in mourning. I understand, and I'm, I'm very sorry for them, and it's it's sad. But I, all the news shows from America and stuff are there. They should be covering Albert Pujols. Well, they should. Well, finally, really we should. can agree on something. Yes. Well, and you know, how poetic is this? That this is happening in St. Louis. I never thought when he left here. Right. He signed that 10-year contract. He was going to be 42 years old when the contract was over. Mm-hmm. And he had a 10-year personal services contract with the Angels. Yeah. And I just never thought when I, when he came to town as an Angel for the last time, I remember saying that's the last time we'll ever see Albert Pujols play a game in St. Louis. Right. And here he is doing what he's doing, and he's doing it better than he's done it in years. Uh, The last several years with Anaheim, he was often injured. He was dealing with that plantar fasciitis. fasciitis, And... uh, you know he's he's and he's making he's made some pretty remarkable plays in the field when he's played first base totally. he's made a couple of diving plays over there uh he's he's really looked good yeah he's he's not uh just phoning it in he's one of the uh, best players on this team I mean, yeah totally and he's contributing uh and you know one of the things i heard tom ackerman and danny mack said it on well the broadcast this weekend you know this guy wants to win yeah. he's motivated by winning uh, yes, he's there. He's helping some of the younger players and stuff. But at the end of the day, I think he thinks that this is maybe another shot at another ring. And how fitting would that be after 10 years in Anaheim that if he were to get another ring, all three of them would have come from right What here did he and, win? One playoff game, I think, in the 10 years over there? Something yeah. like your one playoff series they had? I mean, it was really uh, did Did you see the stat was... that Rich Gould put out today? Bring it. I'm gonna. I'm going to. Boy, it was unbelievable. It's about Yadier Molina. Uh, I, I can't wait to read more about this. Where is it? Okay, here it is. Yes. As of Sunday, uh, Yadier Molina has played twenty two thousand nine hundred games since he debuted in two thousand four. Yeah. Of those two thousand nine hundred games, only twenty four of those games were the Cardinals. Not in contention. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
Think about that. Yeah. Well, twenty nine hundred I mean, games. Yeah, only twenty four of them that they weren't didn't have a chance. And it's remarkable. Uh, and most of those were probably in two thousand nine. But uh, what's remarkable is that you know this franchise has been so consistent for so many years. That's hard to do in any sport. Why? Because your draft position is always in the middle. So you all of those years never getting a top three draft pick in the baseball draft. And, and the Blues equally remarkable in that regard because, you know, these teams that, that collapse, they get the better draft choices and the ones that rip their teams apart. And we saw it all happen at the trading deadline this year. Uh, the Cubs are rebuilding. Uh, the Pirates, <laughs> I don't know what the Pirates are doing. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's truly remarkable what this franchise has, has accomplished. Yeah, this week is going to be another historic week, regardless of what uh, Albert does, because Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina are going to break the record for the most games together as a battery. Which is a remarkable record, and it's a record that will never be broken. Hmm. Uh, just given the longevity of things uh, the, the, in the free agent, the year of free agency, for a pitcher and catcher to stay in the same team for that many years, uh, at, at that high of a level, it's just that record will never be broken. And 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 Adam, what a special man he is. He's he's got a hit hit a little hiccup here for the last couple of games, hasn't he? Yeah, and his um, his mechanics are out of whack. I think and hope that's what it is. You know, because the he's two three miles an hour off on his fastball, and uh, you know he needs that fastball to play uh, so that it's because you've got to set up your. Wicked curveball. He's got a very good cutter, too. Um, and his, his mechanics have been off. His location has been off, which he's always had pinpoint location. So hopefully he can get those mechanical issues figured out and, and be back at it. How about all the rest that uh, both Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado have gotten over the last couple of days? It's rare that you get two days in a row like Paul Goldschmidt did. Obviously, Albert should get a lot of playing time here in the last couple of uh games of the season, but uh, this is going to be a well-rested uh, uh, team as we head towards uh, the, the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's right. And, uh, you know, with these two games with Milwaukee, if the Cardinals can win both of those, the, this, the division race will be essentially over at that point. And then you start looking ahead. You know, the Mets and Braves are going back and forth in the NL East for first place. But if the Cardinals can catch that NL East division leader and surpass their record, the Cardinals get a first-round bye in the playoffs. Yeah, do you think that's a good thing? Um, Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's less you have to do. In yeah, order but to... once a team's hot, it's hot, right? Like, yeah. I've, you have seen these times where a team finishes early and they just chill out. Yeah, I don't, I'm not too worried about that with this ball club. Uh, we've got, we've got a lot of people on this ball club that have been there and done that. He is John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. We thank you so much for spending your Monday evening with us. We'll be back in on whatever Monday the Cardinals don't play again. That'll be next Monday. Are we back here next Monday? We're back here next Monday. And we will be here this coming Friday from 8.30 to 10 o'clock right here on the Mighty Mox. I am. It'll be Hancock and Kelly is in town. That's hard to believe. Of course, you can catch us Sunday mornings at 8.30 on Fox 2 here in St. Louis. It's a a fine, fine program. I want to thank Matt Pajeski, PJ, doing a tremendous job uh, on the board. Couldn't do it without him. Most talented guy here at KMOX. He's a great guy. Hey, we'll see you. The best of Glover is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.